0: The numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting
1: network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 522 4700. Skill Alexander, still uh, sweating out these tennis bets. Uh, we just squandered three match points in one of them, Kelly, so that's fun. Yeah. Yes. That's great. It's brutal. Uh, hopefully, we come back. Um, made bets this morning. I bet LSU to win the College World Series at plus 230. Bet LSU to win the College World Series at plus 230. Where that stands right now is as follows. LSU and Wake Forest play a rubber match today. The loser is Dunzo. LSU was the number one team in the country um, for the first part of the year in college baseball. Then Wake Forest took over as the number one team in the country. They are now playing the rubber match today. LSU in this ballgame, and I want to get the, uh, the number exactly right, but LSU is a... Minus one. Uh, now they're minus 200. They're all the way up wow. to a $2 favorite. They were like minus 160 15 minutes ago. That, that I, It was minus 160 when I looked at it
2: yeah. an hour ago, hour 15 ago, something like that.
1: Well, they got Paul Skeens going today. Stained. The, their ace, who is the, again, I said this yesterday on the show, he's the biggest pitching prospect in college baseball since Steven Strasburg. Yeah, so, when
2: you said that, I was sitting back here uh, googling stuff because I couldn't remember if Strasburg or David Price was first because they were both massive, right?
1: Oh, Strasburg. But was yeah, Strasburg was, was yeah was
2: before. Or I mean, was after Price. I
1: remember like I don't remember with Price's debut, but I remember Strasburg's debut. I guess I think was against the Pirates. I think he had 14 strikeouts. I might have that wrong. Maybe it wasn't his first game. Maybe I got it up mixed up. But like his his opener was so hyped. Um, so. If LSU can get skeins, can can back skeins today and win this against Wake, they will play a best of three against the University of Florida, and I would love to have them at plus 230 going into that, and I think they're the best team in baseball, I really do. By the way, Wake, who has been the short shot this whole time, if you've watched this College World Series, they've kind of had a rabbit's foot up there, proverbial behind. Mm. So I don't, I just, they can't score. Yeah. And so with Skeens on the hill today, I, I really like LSU. I'm not betting the game. I'm betting the LSU Tigers. Matt Brown's LSU Tigers. That's right. Didn't he used to pitch for him? That's right. He used to pitch for he him. He never. Yeah. T- he doesn't talk about it that often, right?
2: I don't. I don't. He. I. He's. He, I think he hates talking about it. And I. I never understand why.
1: Well, you know.
2: But, he, you know, he's a, he's a humble guy. That's what he, he is. is. He's a the humble The only story
1: guy. he tells is that Ricky Weeks once just destroyed
2: him. <laughs> I think that was that was in high school.
1: Think, <laughs> oh, right? was it? Ricky Weeks? Yeah, Ricky? but I think that
2: yeah. obviously Ricky Weeks was a massive prospect. Yeah. And I, you know, Matt was at least on the radar, so he's, I think it was a looked-forward-to matchup, he said weeks and he just, just got dist- shelled. Just yeah. destroyed him. <laughs> the, I, I followed you with LSU, too, but mainly, mainly just so I could hopefully root against the Gators whenever that happens.
1: Yeah. As an FSU guy. As an FSU Okay, guy. so LSU plus 30, plus thirty, 230 is the World Series bet that I made here. Uh, and in basketball, the NBA draft tonight again. We have no sleeps between now and then. It's happening. Uh, this is, what, 10 hours, a little less than 10 hours away. And we pretty much know it's Victor Wimbanyama at number one. Not pretty much. We know. At number two, we're hoping here because we all have Brandon Miller bets to go number two. I've got five of them at plus one sixty nine, plus one sixty, plus one fifty, plus one forty two, plus one thirty four. I told that story yesterday on the air. Uh, Cascading plays. Kelly has eight to one on Brandon Miller from way back when. Um, The one I added this morning, and it's you know just a fraction of the Brandon Miller one because I don't want to eat into the Brandon Miller profits if that happens. But it appears, at least Jonathan Gavoni was one of the guys. It, it appears like right now, and by appears, I'll give the actual uh, the odds in, in the betting markets. But he was saying the Thompson twins hold me now are going to go four and five. Amen, Osar, four and five. Now Kelly's dying back there because he's got the Whitmore bets.
2: Uh, well, whatever.
1: I'm a, if Brandon Miller gets home, I don't care. Yeah, well, none at of us all. care. None of us care. That's exactly right. But um, however. I just want to point out that right now, uh, in the markets, to go number two, Brandon Miller's minus four twenty-seven, uh, to go number three, Scoot is minus four forty-three. Does that mean that they're absolutely going two and three? It does not. We have seen four all we have to do is go back to the NFL draft when you know, we had someone at, at number two. Oh, my, number two! My God, Will Anderson's minus twenty five hundred to go number two, or something. Whatever it was, right? And the other person ended up uh, ended up I, doing it, right? And C. reminder: these, these were minus five hundred yesterday. That's right. So we so, have come back a little bit. But here is the deal: at number four, it is Amen uh, Amen Thompson at minus three eighty six, and at number five, it is Asar Thompson at minus one sixty four. So did I bet that? No. What I did bet this morning was, because again, we talk about the, the public service announcement of look for other markets. Osar Thompson under five and a half just before the show this morning, Kelly. I got it plus 139. So I grabbed that. Just one bet, plus 139. Like, like you said, if Brandon Miller goes two, I could care less. But I got a little greedy with this, but plus 139. Now he is minus 106 to go under five and a half. It's still a much more favorable bet than him going exactly number five. So I don't know, it's amazing that the same this is not shopping from book to book. Right. This is within the same <laughs> sports books. Yeah. Like to go exactly five, it's minus 164, but under five and a half is minus 106. So please be careful with that kind of stuff. So even though you can't get the plus 139 anymore, if you believe in the Gavoni report, um that's still, to me, a bet that you should consider. And it's certainly the best of the two that we mentioned. What I mean, I will say this because again, Luke Swain is coming up. Vegas yeah. refund here in five minutes. Um, but what do you think? And I said this about him. What does he know? What does he think he knows? What does he hope he knows? Same question for you. At this point, beyond Victor Wembanyama, and then we'll we'll throw in Miller and Scoot as we think it's happening, but we're not sure. What do you think you know after that?
2: Okay, I think. Oh, I, I'm 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 going for I'm going even back. Okay, I know Wembanyama.
1: That is it. I, Ladies and gentlemen I really, I really hope we've this, done all we can no,
2: do. No, hold today. on. I really hope this yeah. isn't the kiss of death, but I'm I'm going off of some some Raphael Barlow reporting today from over at NBA Big Board. He's awesome. Was on the network I know earlier in the week. We had him on Hardwood Handicappers. There's a lot of NBA draft stuff. Re- reading his report this morning. Um Apparently, the buzz all around the agents, the hotel, and everything is that Miller is is, is two to the Hornets. And yeah. that's what the, that's what everybody's talking about, at least. Okay, um, he, ha- he had a—this uh, is on a men, Thompson—and uh, speculation of him going number three to Portland. Oh, my There goodness. is an update on that. Uh, oh according boy. to a source, Portland doesn't know what they want to do. They really like a men, Thompson. And I get it. He has a higher ceiling than Scoot Henderson. He's the best athlete in the draft. Bigger, better size, length, better defender, better passer. So who knows if we get that chaos? I doubt it, though. I think Scoot's still going three.
1: And then what about the notion of a trade? Like, I mean, are we are we convinced a trade is not happening?
2: I th- I think they I think the Blazers and Damian Lillard are in a staring contest at this point. The Bla- the Blazers are they don't want to be the guys who trade away Damian Lillard. And until Damian Lillard demands that he gets traded away. So I, I, I think and they're Lillard, going about their Lillard business. And Lillard is
1: doing the same thing back. Like, exactly. I don't want to not be beloved in Portland forever and ever. You must trade me. I yeah. will not open my mouth.
2: Well, and I, and I think he's, I think Dame is, whether you like it, agree with it or not, Dame's standing by what he said for the past, what, six years now, of give me pieces, I will win. And I, at this point, I think he's given them too much time. But when he sees Scoot Henderson's name called, uh, I, I think there are plenty of teams just waiting around with trade proposals to send into the Portland Trail Blazers. They will all say, draft Scoot Henderson, and we're going to send you a, a, a trade proposal for him immediately.
1: He's also one of those guys, though, that appears to have come to the position in life where he's like, all this counting of chips, as he would say, right? But all the the, the championship culture – where people are like, unless you win a championship, you aren't anything. That kind of vibe that people get, like he's he, and he says it right, right. Where Charles Barkley gets endless amount of guff, not only from his co-hosts on uh, Inside the NBA, but just in general when you go, oh, you never won a championship, right? Dan Marino, you never won a championship. Yeah, it's it's such a uh, it's such a lazy, brain dead way to assess things. I get it; it's a it's a bottom line thing, but it's so it's so straightforward and dumb ultimately. And Lillard appears to be. Also, outwardly comfortable with the position that he may never win a championship. So, there are those, it's like the Bradley Beal thing. Like, until it happens, you don't know that it ever will.
2: Yeah. I do think they're a little different. Like, I don't know if I believe that about Dame.
1: I don't know if I do either.
2: I just think he's always believed he could win in Portland and it just never happened. Bradley Beal, I just really don't think ever cares. <laughs>
1: Bradley, Bradley Beal's like, I'll just chill here. Just
2: give me oh. my money. I'm going to put up 30 a game. That's all I want to What's do. What's
1: that, 40 million and 50 million? Sure, that's fine. Yeah, that's good. Whatever. That's good. I'll play on the
2: moon if you want me to. All
1: right, well, so those are the bets. We we have our Brandon Miller bets. I, I added a, a little bit of under five and a half on Asar Thompson uh, at plus money. Still at mu- it, It's at minus money, but it's at really small minus money now, so I still think that's playable if you believe that. Okay. I think it's a good bet. Yeah. I think there's a good chance
2: both Thompson twins are four or five. Thompson twins.
1: Um, but we'll see. I'll tell you who has very definitive thoughts on all this, or at least we hope he does beyond ours. Luke Swain, Vegas refund. What he has bet, what you could still bet according to him, next on a numbers game at in the Sports Betting Network.
3: numbers game on v the Sports Betting Network.
1: It's always football season here at v which is why we're giving you our 2023 NFL Guide Early coming out June 29th. It's just a week away now. Our NFL Betting Guide will help you get ahead of the upcoming NFL season with In-depth profiles of every team, including advanced stats, proven betting systems, and proprietary betting trends, plus best bets on season win totals, futures, and props. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today for as low as $19 and reserve your copy of the guide, or take advantage of our summer kickoff special and get access to everything we do through the Super Bowl for only $175. Sign up today at vcen.com slash subscribe. That's vcen.com slash subscribe it's Gil Alexander Kelly Bidlin here as well uh, many of us have been super successful betting drafts both NFL and NBA in years past nobody probably as successful as this gentleman you can find him on Twitter at Vegas refund his name is Luke Swain he joins us once again on the show Luke great to see you man how you doing thanks for having me appreciate it man uh, so I've asked this a couple times this morning already I'll ask it of you which is what do we know heading into the NBA draft what do we think we know what do we hope we know? So let's start with what we know, Victor. And that's it.
3: Yeah. And up until about, I want to say like 20 minutes ago, I thought we were getting a growing certainty on Miller going to, and of course, oh, you're, killing know,
1: you're killing me right now.
3: I know we're stuck in a loop. We really are. And Sam Vecini just put out a mock. Who's probably one of the more respectable mock drafters that we have from the athletic. And he all of a sudden flips scoot to number two and put a lot of context (laughs) behind it. And it's God. I know. Uh, Um, we're like anyone, but like him, honestly, him or like Gavoni, probably are like the two that could really set a ripple effect and the context behind it. And it is worth saying that he's very much like pro scoot in terms of like his big board. And he was going into like the press conference um, yesterday Mm -hmm. for. the from Charlotte saying that they're going to take best available. And he was really like, it seems like he's reading in between the lines. uh, But at the same time, the fact that he just flipped it again is worth noting. Um, I still, I would say it's like 65 Miller um, right now, but there is a runway for it to drastically fall.
1: Miller at (laughs) minus three seventy-five to go. Number two, as we're tracking it this morning, boy, that just put me in a mood. Thanks, Luke. Um,
3: Sam, both Same. both. Yeah, you
1: too, right? You're you're heavily invested in Miller to go number two. Yes, I am. Yeah, all three of us. Um, awesome <laughs> way to start. Okay, let's. I mean, again, who knows? That's what we, we were very careful to say the whole time. We don't know. We think, but we don't know. Um, okay, so so let's let's go with the assumption still that it's Miller, which is an assumption. You know what they say about assuming, and that it is <laughs> scoot at three beyond that. And that's a big if. So I'm not going to even say that that's a done deal, but let's just say that that is. What do you what are you most certain of beyond that? What do you think you know beyond that?
3: So I think that like the only true certainty we have is there's a consensus like eight or nine guys right now in the top 10 um, which we have which I'm not going to list them off, but we have a eight or nine guys in the order that they go in is up for debate but I still think those eight or nine guys are gonna go in the top 10. And um, then there's two wild cards really which were probably Kobe Bufkin and Boal who Bali, um, who could jump into the top 10 as well uh, which both of them I think are like plus 200 still to go in the top 10. Uh, but right now I think I'm in at four is somewhat of a consensus. I think it's somewhat. I don't think he should be minus 400 but that's probably the closest consensus we have next. And then at five, really, is when the chaos begins.
1: Five is when the chaos begins. Okay, can can we go through the? So you just said Kobe Bufkin and Kula Bali are going to be the the wild cards for the top ten. What are the names? Give us the full amount, the full list of names yeah. where you're you're like I'm sure these guys are in the top ten.
3: Yep. Yeah, so Wemby, Scoot, Miller, Amon, Oster, uh, Walker, Black, Hendricks. I think those are the eight. And then. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Those are the eight. Consensus. I might be missing one guy. Okay. And Whitmore, of course. Whitmore. And Whitmore.
1: Oh, Whitmore, of course. Well, again, I don't know if it was an of course, <laughs> but at this point, I guess right. you're saying, of course, Ke- Kelly's leaning in. Well, it no,
2: Kelly? no. I was going to ask Luke about it because I know he, I know he has a bet on Whitmore too. And just Luke, that what, what is, in your, what have you read? Like, what has I mean, those odds have been back and forth and back and forth with Whitmore to go top five. You know, we kind of thought he was penciled into that five spot. You know, maybe four or five days ago. What do you think's happened with that? And where are we headed? Do you think when it comes to some of the wings slash, uh, you know, bigs down at the end of the top 10?
3: So, I mean, if you asked me the same question a week ago, I would say Oscar over five and a half and Whitmore under five and a half are probably the two like walks that existed. And as of right now, those are probably it's totally flipped on its face. Um, I haven't seen a player like Whitmore fall from grace like he has within a 48 hour time frame, uh, but Whitmore falling to probably right now it's looking like the 8, 9, or 10 range is creating a window for guys like Oster, Hendricks, Walker for their unders to all of a sudden come into play to a almost certainty. Um, but a 10 it's lively and there's somewhat of a, people are kind of assuming that the mouse pick at 10 they're going to be trading, uh, which lively is like the consensus pick to go number 10. Um, and if they do trade out of that pick, I think that's when Bilal or Buffkin can come into play, uh, but 10 is also, I think 10 is either lively Bufkin, or Bilal right now.
1: So Luke, the broader yeah. question, we're talking to Luke Swain, by the way, at Vegas refund, the broader question of where you stand then on, you just mentioned two two guys who you really trust with drafts. We talk about it with the NFL draft all the time, that there are guys like Daniel Jeremiah we trust. There are others we are like, I don't know if he knows what he's talking about when it comes to the mainstream reports and specifically Adrian Wojnarowski who famously got the Paulo Boncaro thing wrong at number one last year, do you view a Woj report as, do you view that as a hiccup, a one-time thing last year or do you view it as symptomatic of a broader thing where mainstream guys are just going to get a different version of the truth?
3: Great question. So last year was slipping. I do think if Waj made the report that he did about Miller a couple of days ago on going number two, if that happened last year, Miller would probably be minus a thousand right now. Mm-hmm. And really just, which is somewhat funny because if he hadn't messed up last year, uh, everyone's perspective has just totally changed. And he's still the most connected person that we have. And if anything he's due for a bounce back and he might have a little bit more confidence to get it right this year. And you can kind of tell within the context on that snippet, that he was on ESPN that there was like a lot more certainty to it. It wasn't one of his like famous team X's honing in on player Y. Yeah. Solidified so
1: like, solidified conviction was his yeah, words. Yeah. He had
3: conviction. Um but yeah, really it's just Waj and Shams are kind of like the only two I'm paying attention to. And then we have like the four core guys for like mock drafters that are really gonna that I'm gonna wait honestly today is Bissini, Givney, Wasserman, and O'Connor out of the ringer like those are the four guys that if they're hearing something it's probably worth paying attention to but then if we really waj and sham are the only two guys who can probably like move a line off of a tweet
1: if someone's listening to this right now and wants to and wants to know what bet can i make right at this moment that you feel is the best bet out there what would you tell them
3: so if probably in terms of like value i think like Marcus Sasser and Andre Jackson to go in the first round. Both of them are in the five to one range. Those are two fun ones. I think that are two of the few that still exist where value is relative to what's available where Omax is minus a thousand right now and his odds should not be minus a thousand and Jackson should probably be plus a thousand but you got to take what you can get at this point and those are probably the two best value to go in the first round and then I like Keontae George to go before Hawkins which is plus 150, I want to say, uh, which I just think there's value there. And if uh, Hawkins, if those odds are flipped, I would probably say Hawkins, but George just has a wider range that I think he has the opportunity to jump Hawkins a lot easier where Hawkins kind of has like three spots.
1: Okay, last thing, because we only have a minute left. And I, I I do this not to have people rooting against you because we we bring it up. If Brandon Miller doesn't go number two, our draft sucks. If he goes number two, our draft is great. What is the scenario where it's great for you and it sucks for you—is it also Brandon Miller or is it something else?
3: Uh, Brandon Miller, but I do think like the chaos doesn't ensue like it would in the NFL draft, where if Scoot goes to the dominoes affect the rest of the draft order. Like we're still we're still going to get or have the opportunity to get a consensus top ten, no matter who goes to. But Brandon Miller would be buying an island fun.
1: Bu- buying an island, fun. <laughs> I like that very much. I lied. It was we have just? Do you think there's a trade at three? Like, do you think Portland does something finally with Damian Lillard? I don't.
3: You do I mean, who knows? I mean, you have to give trades in the NBA are a lot more likely relative to the NFL, but um, you just have to pay attention to trades a lot more um, because they can be landmines. Where the NFL draft, you kind of just don't want to pay attention to them.
1: Luke, wish you luck. We're, we're aligned on Brandon Miller at number two. Let's hope this gets home. I wish it was happening right now so it would just happen, but we got to we, we wait almost nine, a little more than nine more hours. Good luck to you, man. Thank you so much for the time. Thank you. Luke Swain, everybody, at Vegas Refund. Right here on the numbers game at VEASAN. Uh, what did he say? Island? What, what was his phrase? Island fun or island of, I don't know what he said, but he, you yeah, get the yeah, idea. Yeah. He'll win a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. going to win a lot, more than you and I will, but I we, and he, we're winning a lot. I believe he was in on it
2: very early yes. uh, as well. But yeah. Whew.
1: We'll review the tennis bets, which came out very nice at the end. Not as nice as they could have been, though, because we gacked one. NFL talk and a little Victor talk next
0: numbers game on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
1: Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up with code VSIN and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odd specials. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 Years of age or older to wager, new customer offer, all promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. First online real money wager only. Rewards issued as is non withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire, seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-80-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Washington, DC. Uh, we were just having a discussion off here, like the difference between betting drafts and then actually betting sporting events, and and you know, like if Brandon Miller goes number two, we make tons of money in a snap with like very little sweat. Let's just take a day of tennis that I had this morning. Right? So There were four plays at vsun.com slash picks. We can flash them up on the screen. And it ends up being um, a winning day. De- no, so let's just, let's just get this out right here. Whenever a match does not finish, we have been consistent uh, the way that we grade them here on this show. Because most books, when a match doesn't finish, it's just a refund. There are some that if one set is complete, then it gets graded. So basically, with our picks this morning, we either went. Now, here's the thing. Magdalena Fresh as the plus 141 dog, she won. Ekaterina Alexandrova as the plus 122 dog against Coco Goff, she won. Fresh beats her stay by the way. Joel Niemeyer as the plus 223 dog slipped and fell at 6 to 5 in the second set and decided she couldn't go on. Is that grass regulation? So, by the way, this isn't anywhere near like the ones where we had like two dollar dogs that were up five to two on the cusp of winning and then the opponent quit. We don't know if we would have won a second set tiebreaker and pushed with it there. We don't know. but it ends up being a refund for most of us, but some people get the loss on that. Ugh. some people did. here's the here here's what turned in a great day into a either a two to one day or a two to two day depending on how the Niemeyer thing was graded. Amina Bechtis, the minus 143, she had three match points. She was up 40 to love. All she had to do was get one more point and win. She gacked them all and lost. So in the end, we're either 2-1, and which is how we graded, because that's how we've always graded, even when it— and by the way, we're way beyond— if you want the luck factor on these, we've gotten screwed way more than this has gone in our direction, believe us. And we don't know if this one wouldn't have gone in our direction today. So you either were 2-1 and or 2-2— and um, depending on uh, depending on what books you bet him on, and uh, that is your tennis day. But what a sweat all of that was during the first uh, couple segments here. As I'm doing the show, Bectus is is busy squandering match points. Oof,
2: uh, yeah, that is yeah,
1: um, that's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah,
2: what'd you say? Three three match points, right? Three match points. Forty left. Mm-hmm, sure. Mm. Gosh,
1: you don't think that got in her head, do you? <sighs> by the way, the Niemeyer slip. If you look at that footage, by the way, also let me just say this. Kelly, if you you wouldn't even blink an eye if you slipped like she did. I don't know if she landed on her wrist. Maybe, maybe she did that and she hurt it. Really? Yeah, but so I don't want to like diminish it. If she did truly get hurt, like if her wrist got bent or something on the fall,
2: because you're talking to the same guy whose back hurts from like picking up a box <laughs> okay, yesterday. Okay. Yeah. Bad
1: example. <laughs> anyway, most of us had a two and one day, another winning day in tennis, which would put us if it was two and one, that would put us at a uh, at a sixteen and five run in tennis. Nice. Yeah. Back into the uh, last week of the French. Damn, that's okay, good. Okay, so Victor Wembanyama, real quick, going number one. Kelly and I, after the show yesterday, I, I say to Kelly, <laughs> we I go... We were kicking this around. We were now. just kicking this around. I say to Kelly, I go, is there a chance that he sucks the first year? <laughs> so it's just, So I just think someone needs to say that out loud once. Uh, listen, he's the best prospect since, since LeBron. Uh, he's going to be great. My only question is, the first year is he going to get crushed? Because he's what, 7'5, and I believe he weighs um, half of good Kelly weighs. <laughs> so to win the rookie of the year, he's minus 225. To win the MVP, he's 130 to 1. Stop it. What's more interesting, perhaps, is the Spurs. 35 plus regular season wins. These are all the DraftKings. 2 to 1. 40 plus regular season wins. So basically um, 500, but even a, even a tick below 500 and above, plus 650. To win the West, hundred to one. Win the finals, two hundred to one. Is there a bet there that you would make? Like the Rookie of the Year one is fascinating because remember, Paolo Banchero was seven to one. He was minus seven hundred a minute into yeah. the NBA season. Yeah. So if Wemba Banyama does anything the first couple weeks, he's going to be ten to one, or minus a thousand. I, I
2: mean. think you're, and actually, I'm glad you brought that up because I 10, think the, I, I think the way that I'll play that is I have no interest in betting him rookie of the year. I think there might actually end up being like we have to wait for tonight to occur, but I think there might actually end up being some value on Scoot depending on what team he goes to. That's interesting. Just cuz I think he's okay. he's a guy that he's going to be far he's going to be more ball dominant. He's a point guard, so he kind of he's going to be running the offense. He's a downhill att- rim attacker like a think Russell Westbrook when he came out of college. There's not I just think he's gonna be he's gonna be ultra aggressive when the accounting stats go, uh, go up there. I think he's gonna be up there. Where we're so like just to break it down of where Victor's gonna struggle coming in, right? He's he's used to playing quarters or shorter over in Europe. So like there is going to be a fatigue endurance factor. That I mean, if you if we watch the games here in Vegas, like, he wasn't on the court a whole ton. Because it was, he needed some rest over on the bench. I think that's going to be a thing through his first year or two conditioning getting up to that point. Um, and may, who knows? Maybe I'm wildly off, but I would think that's going to be true. Um, and he's got, you know, he's got development everywhere that he can still do. It's just, why is he so great? Is because he is truly that five to a player who's seven foot five. It's just he can still get a little bit better at everything he does, which is a horrifying thought. So like I think you're gonna see a lot of games, Gil, where he goes, you know, four for twelve from the field, but then he but then you're gonna see him close out on. Kawhi Leonard, when Victor Wembanyama's in the paint and block him, in a look on Kawhi's face of like, how did a human being even just do that? Like, no. I think that's what I think that's what you're going to get a lot of his rookie year. You're going to get some really special moments, but I I, I don't know the Listen, rookie
1: of the year thing. I wouldn't lay minus two twenty five. I don't think I'm running. There's that. no doubt, according to everybody, he's going straight to the Hall of Fame, and I'm not even saying he's not doing that. But I'm just saying his first year when he's this thin and he hasn't filled out yet, could it be, I used the word sucks earlier, I shouldn't, but could it be way more underwhelming than is anticipated right at this moment? There is that possibility, and then, by the way, maybe he's undervalued heading into the rest of his career because then he will destroy everybody. And Um, as the Spurs roster
2: gets better, yeah, I mean, I mean, he is
1: going to a team where there is nobody there, and he's. But it's a perfect, it's a perfect lab, right? Perfect coaching. He'll get tough love. Pop will be on him when he needs to be on him, and they will get better as time goes on. Yeah. So I mean, interesting, an interesting thought. But I don't know that I would bet him Rookie of the Year quite yet, though there is the scenario because of the Boncaro thing where you're like, well, I don't know, maybe minus 225 is actually the move. Because if he does anything early, you'll never see that number again. I mean, the argument for is is
2: basically what I just said again. It's that the Spurs have nobody. So it is going to be... Stat fest. Right. I think the... And I know his Metropolitan 72 team in France was a little bit like this this year where... Basically their job was to get Victor Wembanyama ready for the draft. I don't know if Pop is going to be as willing to be like my sole focus is to get Victor Wembanyama to superstar level as soon as possible no matter how it affects the rest of the team. I just don't know if that's
1: Greg Popovich. So you're not betting any of those. That's the bottom line.
2: Definitely not betting the win stuff. though.
1: okay. Should we do this football thing here? Should we? Yeah, sure. Yeah. It? yeah All right. it. So Next week, football week on the show and on the network. Every show, football, every hour. And uh, not for the whole hour, but at least once an hour we'll do football. Um, and so Kelly brought up these uh, same, how would you call these, playoff parlays. To make the playoffs parlays that are available at DraftKings. Now, I'm a big math guy, and so I just want to caveat all these by saying you are not getting the proper bang for your buck quite on any of these. But some of them you get closish. To the proper bang for your buck, and some of them are real bad. You, you yeah, gotta, some uh, just, of them are you, real bad, I'm gonna be yeah. honest; you just gotta look at them. Yeah, but some people want to bet these because you you can't bet them otherwise. And so, if you want to bet them, the three that I came up with anyway, anyway, Kelly: Chargers, Vikings, plus two fifty. That really should be three to one. Chiefs, Commanders, I got it three to one there on DraftKings. It's a little south of four to one is what it should be and then the Lions and Jaguars to both make the playoffs plus 650 they offer it real odds should be plus 750 so again not quite the bang you should be getting but at least close-ish
2: yeah I liked I liked that one I ended up changing my three just when I saw yours <laughs> you did okay. I didn't go I, I, but, yeah. Yeah, babe, full transparency I didn't go that far down because I was mm-hmm. I was like uh, I kept doing the odds comparison too and I'm like oh this one's not good this one's not good this one's not good so I actually stayed on the shorter end. Yeah, that's a strategy. But I do like I do like your Jags one. Did, oh, you, you stole know, it. Do you notice how there wasn't many options, yes. too, with the Jacksonville that's, Jaguars? That's exactly right. Because you would want to key them into your parlay, right? If I'm that confident. I did Eagles, Cowboys, Chalky, whatever, two, two of the better teams in the NFC,
1: Jags, Lions, and Ravens, Vikings. All right. Again, to make the playoffs parlays available at DraftKings, just do what your appetite for next week. Crack Man Unscripted, next numbers game. in the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe
0: that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
1: I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual.